from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian G. I had a mouthful of beer that I almost... uh... (laughs) And this is the best (laughs) beer show on the internet. Woo! All right, we're going to break out our NPR voices for this episode because uh, this week we're talking about ESC uh, Rebrew Part 2. That is Every Style Challenge for those of you who are not familiar. Uh, But before we get too deep here, I'd like to give a shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. Uh, They do a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. Joining the AHA will give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage, that's blindstudios.com. And join today. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to our patron, specifically Black Belt patron Andy Thompson. If you would like to be as nifty as those patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. And uh, one last thing. Uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, that's amazon.com. Head over to blindinstudios.com. And click on the Amazon link at the bar of our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal. And we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. And it really helps us out. And I don't think I can do that for the rest of this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Good good try. Uh, Yep, no, I can't do it. I don't know how they do that for like an hour and a half without Uh, falling asleep. Good lord, I have no idea. (laughs) No idea. Just go right up on there. You talk real soft. And it's, it's actually kind of fun. All right, um, we're talking about the Every Style Challenge today, Rebrew Part 2, before we get into that. Uh, Brian, my friend, my colleague, what have you been up to beer-related the past week? Or I guess like the past hour. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, What was the thing I said on the on on DOO? It was a beer thing that I forgot about that I did. Uh, Oliphant? No. Um, No, I said that last time. I did a different beer thing. I know. I'm trying to remember what it was. Fuck. Oh, the tasting. Oh, geez. Yeah. So we did um, an off-flavor tasting at the brewery Yep. Uh, with one of those Siebel kits. Uh, for uh, the people listening who don't know, uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So what you can do is, so when, when we brew and we talk about the flavors that we don't like in the beer, uh, there's definitely a reason why. Uh, that occurred okay so like you know diacetyl for example uh, the beer you know finished and it wasn't given a little temp bump in order to clean up that sort of buttery flavor Um, there's another way diacetyl can form Um, there's something called hop creep Uh, when you dry hop it'll uh, start the uh, the yeast going again and then that's creepy. Yeah, it, exactly. It'll release even, you know, it'll re- release diacetyl again, and it won't pick it back up into the cell. It won't scavenge it back up. So there are quite a few um, different off flavors that can occur. Uh, however, uh, you know, like we always say POF plus for like your Weizen yeast, like banana clove. Um, but that's POF plus means it's a positive situation in that, in that case. So uh, you get these little ampules and you mix the ampule to like one liter and that is generally three times the concentration. So it'd be three times the, the, the butteriness 
that you would normally taste uh, if the beer expressed that, um, just to kind of give you a slap in the face and be like, well, that's what this tastes like. Uh, we did one on the Department of Defense two years ago. Oh, God, a yeah. Year it's ago. Be. I think, no, because Gordon be had just on. started his show. So Are we going on two years then? Or no? Yeah, a year yeah. and a half, something like that. Something like that. But um, yeah, we did with what was that Founders with that solid gold mm-hmm. beer. That was a really good. Oh, that beer is so good. Yeah, no, like, and we ruined it. Yep, horribly by spiking it with off flavors. Yep. So we did that with the employees at the brewery. I feel like you know doing a. Uh, what was your base beer? Uh, Minnesota Hellas nice. Lager. All right. So about as canary as you can get, you know, for for what it's worth. Um, but, you know, I try, I try to do them a couple times a year. I think I did three last year, um, you know, one so far this year. It's a, it's a really good exercise, uh, and I recommend anybody listening, um, if you can get, like, just go to the SIBA website. You can buy the vials. Um, you can mm-hmm. buy them in little kits. Uh, like, I think their base kit is, like, 80 bucks. So it's, it's a bit of money, but each one will spike, uh, what is it, a liter or two liters of beer? Yeah, a liter or two. And I mean, honestly, some of those samples, you really you really should be doing like two liters because yeah. they're but, potent. So get some of your beer friends or if you have a homebrew club, like pitch in and get that. It's yeah. it's a blast. Um, you like you wouldn't think it would be fun, but it kind of is. Yeah, like, we had a good time. Um, and you get a <coughs> like start to learn like the the extreme examples of what you're trying to pick up. Yeah. I mean, do you rem- you remember that though when we spiked here, we had we had people that, you know, even at three times couldn't perceive certain things yep. and so sometimes you're just screwed. I had a I had a buddy who used to own an, an English um style brewery and he could not perceive diacetyl to save his life. Well, I mean, at least he was in the right brewery. Exactly, where those styles are, you know, they always say in the BJCP, if it's there, okay. If it's extreme, not okay. Yeah. So, like, is that diacetyl, for example, like, specifically? Yeah, some people are diacetyl blind. It just is what it is. Some people can't smell asparagus pee. (laughs) Those lucky bastards. I eat asparagus all the time if I couldn't smell the pee. Uh Uh-huh. Oh man, the worst the worst experience I ever had with that. This is a bit of a tangent. I was at a developers <laughs> conference and they served asparagus for lunch. Those bathrooms reeked. Yep. All right. Um beer related for me, I don't think I saved anything. Uh <laughs> No, um yeah, I'm like I'm really I'm gearing up for Europe. My brother uh, has a case of a German beer for me waiting. Uh, then for, he went to a monastery. I'd, I'd have to look at what monastery he went to. I should look that up real German? quick. German? Yeah, German monastery. monastery. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure. Uh, let, me, let me pull up the WhatsApp. Not considered Trappist, though. Yeah, no, not Trappist. It's Cistercian um, monks. Let's see. Uh, no, that was the Humdinger. That was the Kinder Egg. The Kinder. Uh, oh, yeah. Veltenberger Kloster. Yep, yep. I know it. Yeah, so he has a case of that waiting for me. Very nice. So I've I've not had any of it. I'm kind of excited. That was an interesting thing in Cologne. Uh, it was just you can walk, wander around, and just drink openly wherever, whenever. Yeah, blew my mind. It's uh, Belgium was the same way. Yep. Like just walk, and you could tell the tourists because they're walking around with like massive Belgian beers yeah. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sat down at an Italian restaurant and had a like a really like the freshest Orval that I've ever had. I wonder if we went to the same Italian restaurant because we ended up like at an Italian restaurant near the center, yeah. like just drunk, and we're like, we just need food, and this looks like food. We're going in here. Well, yeah, it was like an older cafe okay. style. 
Yeah, I can't remember. Italian I restaurant. was hammered, so I, I can't would... remember what the hell. So I have to look <laughs> it up. But. So what are we doing today? Uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, the rebrew. Um, I looked it up and was a little bummed. There's 14. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, we thought yeah. there was 12. We thought there were last. 12. Yep. So week. there's two more. Or maybe at this. It's two weeks. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, every other week type since of deal he, right now. Since Casey's going to be gone. Because I'm gone and I'm the worst. I know. <laughs> I know. I have to go drink all those delicious, uh, you know, uh, English beers. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, be real sad. About you came back with thing. a new lease on life last year, man. I did. <laughs> and I was going to have the game. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Like going to Europe really energized me. Honestly, it's well. It's it's like it's it's a it's a nice break from life, mm-hmm. and it gives you a different perspective on things. It's yeah. it's super funny to laugh at all this idiot Americans uh, yeah. doing American things. You know, one one thing that really like strikes me about Europe is like the the bland color of clothing there. People don't. Yeah, there's bright not, you're not peacocking stuff. No, not at all. And then you come back to America and you're like, good Lord. Right. Like, you know, fortunately for me, I fit right in in Europe because I only ever wear dark clothing anyway. Well, my my uh, my brother who lives in England now, the first time he went to Europe, uh, he brought a pair of American flag shorts with him mm. <laughs> because he's that guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to let people know that I'm American. Yeah. No, they, they knew that just by the way you were they walking around. That, yeah, really. <laughs> Most of the time, you can tell they're Americans because they're uh, like much more, more heavy set looking well, that, people. And, uh, also loud <laughs> and loud, yeah. Um, and not just like uh, we're just we have more space, so we have to yell more. Yeah, apparently. I think that's what everything it is. needs to be bigger, America. Yep. All right, uh, so we're gonna start with the autumn seasonal. Um, so this beer, I got the uh, the thing up there. We did uh, pumpkin in it, I believe. Okay, so this is 30B. Yep, 30B. This is one of those BJCP style guidelines set ups where it's like there's a wide range of aromatics possible. Many examples are reminiscent of pumpkin pie. Yeah, so overall impression, amber to copper, spice beer that often has a moderately rich body, slightly warmly finish, uh, suggesting a good accompaniment for the cool fall season, often evocative of Thanksgiving and traditions. Mm -hmm. And so bad time to rebrew this one. But we're going to figure it out. Whatever. I'm sure I can find canned pumpkin. <laughs> it's not going to be as good as the fresh pumpkin. Yeah. But it's what I can find in June slash July when I'm going to brew this. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, but yeah, so here. Uh, so when we tasted this one, um, we put too much. Uh, too, there, there was just too many hops. Like it was just too bitter. There was a bitterness there that we didn't like. It what was, was the bitter? Um, yep. So uh, here, here's here's our recipe. I'll go over that. Sure. Uh, Sixty nine. So basically seventy percent two row, seventeen um, percent Munich, eight uh, percent C forty, four percent C forty, or I'm sorry, C sixty. Sorry, I just said C forty. Yep. Um, and then uh, we used forty one IBUs of Galena, Oof. and that was okay. too much. Yeah, yeah. We, want, we want to back that down to about twenty. I think. Yeah, I think that. I mean, what was the attenuation on it too? Was that another? Was that a factor in the hops popping in any way? I mean, I I I don't have those notes. We didn't take some of the best brewing notes while we were doing this because I was just hammering through beer. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah. So uh, and then we added uh, allspice, nutmeg, and some cinnamon to the boil. Nice. 
um, as long as well as uh, some pumpkin. So I took uh, pumpkin, I cored it, I chopped it, and then I baked it. Okay. Um, to get it nice and soft and kind of caramelized. And you put sugars. it in the boil. Uh, no, actually, uh, the, the pumpkin mash. I mashed. Oh, cool! Yeah, because yep. you might be able to get some. Yep, I got you. Got some conversion out of it. I, I pulled that from uh, Mike Fredrickson. Yep. He was like, put it in the mash. Yeah, definitely. So, yep. Uh, you know, but when you, you know, if you're listening and you're and you're thinking about doing this, I'd I'd sort of consider the stickiness of that. As, yep. Yeah. As well. So I, uh, rice hull it. I wasn't too worried about that because. All of the other grains, none of those were going to be super sticky. Sure. And I put it at the top of the mash bed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, it'll be fine. Yeah. There you go. Um, yep. So, yeah, I didn't worry about rice hulls with this. I didn't have any issues. And, yeah, everything was it, – it was fantastic except for it was too bitter. There you go. And that's, that's kind of where we hit. So I'm going to probably stick with the same recipe and just cut the uh, the hop down. Um, and I'm, there was a reason we used galena, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. I think it was maybe it was cheap. Yeah, you may want to use a cleaner. Yeah, bittering hop like a warrior or something. Magnum, like that. Magnum, Columbus would okay. work. Yeah, I mean it's as long. Yeah, as I might, it I might change be on sixty minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want something that's gonna yeah. add some bitterness. Yep. Right. Um. So looking at that recipe or listening, to that, is there anything that you would want to tweak on that? No. No. All right. That's li- literally if everything else was fine and it was just that, just cut the hops in half. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's what I thought, but I mm-hmm. wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there were a lot of episodes where we were doing three at a time. By the time we hit the third episode, we were a little uh, kershnickered <laughs> while we were trying to come up with a recipe. All right. Uh, next is 24A Wit Beer. All right. You get a beer. You get a beer. beer. I was actually really bummed that I missed this one. Because this was supposed to be like a gimme style. And I fucked it up. Well, did you bottle condition it? Is that what the dealio? Yeah. yeah. And so it was just super undercarbed. And so like, and it was so undercarbed that it was hard to get any of the. Sorry. It's Corona burp. Yep. (laughs) Throw that with some uh, Red Bull and. Yeah. Ooh, um, yeah, no. So it was, it was just hard. Uh, so basically, this is supposed to be a refreshing, elegant, tasty, moderate strength wheat-based ale. Um, I would like to tell a little. Uh, uh, this is a little like shot into the future uh, for next week because it should be carved and we should be able to taste them. Taste it next week, I hope. Otherwise, it'll be the week after. Um, so that American wheat that I rebrewed, right? Shooting for a ten oh eight, hit ten oh four. Have no idea Jeez. how that happened. Just burned through it. Tastes real good, not carved. I'm really excited to see what it's like carved. It's super light, super mm-hmm. kind of excited for that wheat beer. It's gonna be a good summer sipper. All right, um, but yeah, so wit beer, uh, yeah, refreshing, elegant, tasty, moderate strength wheat based ale uh, recipe. Are you ready for this, Brian? Oh yeah. Just uh, guesses. What what do you think is going into this beer? A bunch of wheat. (laughs) (laughs) Usually like 50% wheat. (laughs) Oh, I see. I got you there. Uh, We did, it was basically 45 and a half uh, Belgian pale ale, um, 45 and a half wheat. And then we did uh, 8% of flaked oat. Okay. Sure. Just kind of round out, add some head, like, Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. 
Uh, and then, yeah, we fermented that with uh, Belgian wit ale uh, from White Labs. I you got a, a number? I, I can find it real quick here. Uh, Belgian wit ale. White Labs. WLP 400. For Hondo. All right. For Hondo. Uh, and then we use some coriander seed in the boil, a little bit of sweet orange peel, um, and just a hint of cinnamon. Sweet orange peel, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you can get bitter. You can get sweet. But yeah, cinnamon, what was the idea behind the cinnamon? Just Something different. Okay, like cool. That's we, interesting. Yeah, we, we wanted something like, we wanted to step out of the, like the blue moon shock top. Yeah, I hear that. Like thing, and a little cinnamon, like it just seemed like it would fit with... Yeah. With those flavors, yep. the the spice character. Yep. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, and I think it was I think it was uh, far like a little deeper in the year too, so it's starting to get a little chill. And there's something about cinnamon, like when there's a little bite of chill in the air, cinnamon just seems like the right sure the right thing to throw <laughs> on there. Um, and yeah, and then we just use saws at sixty mm-hmm. for fifteen IBUs. Looks um, sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so just undercarbed. I think it's a solid recipe. I'm not, like, there wasn't really much I wanted to change about it except for the undercarbonation. And a lot of these, like, there's some of them where I'm just like, oh, well, uh. Um, yeah, so not super exciting to talk about that one. Sure. Um, so, <coughs> wit beers. What are your, like, have you brewed many or... Like you, oh, you've 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 won a lot. You you've uh, worked at a lot of different breweries, done a lot of different things. Like, have you ever brewed a wit beer commercially? No, uh-uh. really, we have not, or I have not personally. I'm I'm certain I brewed one when I was home brewing because I um, I'm a huge fan of POF positive beers. I love um, Weizen yeasts. I love spicy banana clove. Um, so yeah, I'm actually surprised. But you know, we may we may have actually done. Oh no, we did. Yeah, we did a wit beer collab with uh, Bobtown. That's right. That's what it was. Oh, at a Hoffenborough. Yeah. So we have, but I think I don't think I had that one. I don't. Well, I don't know if the the yeast strain was probably that American wheat strain that isn't. Oh, that's super clean. And- yeah, it's really clean. So yeah. uh, that's another reason why I was kind of like, eh. so yeah, no, never, never brewed one to probably the specs that I would want it. Too, okay. So, so when when you're when you're thinking wit beer, what are what are, what are the things like? So you go to a bar, they have wit beer up there. What do you want to see in it? Well, uh, a little bit of haze. Um, definitely a nice rocky head. Uh, gonna have some some of that aromatic quality. Um, you know, malty sweet. Uh, do you, do you want to see the spices? Do you not? Yeah. Like, okay. I do. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> All right. Sorry to throw you on the spot like that. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then uh, Belgian Double, Ooh, which is style 26B. Did I taste this one? Um, hey, let me let me go to our Every Style Challenge page, blindnessstudios.com slash HB slash ESC, and look it up. Hmm. Uh, so this was 38, uh, so brewed uh, 12, 9, 2017, so you may have, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, so this one, uh, the color was too light. Um, notes here, we're, we're talking about adding some more special B. 
um, and increased the fermentation temperature for more esters because it was oh, yeah. cold down here. And yep. uh, definitely, it was it was way too clean, which that can, is not a thing that we usually talk about. <laughs> yeah, that can that's one of those that that, that can just you want it to rip, free rise, yeah, like you whatever, don't even bother. Um, well, and so we didn't bother, and it was just cold down. <laughs> God damn, that sucks. <laughs> um, all right, so. It is 54% uh, German wheat malt, um, 21%. Oh, no, that's the Dunkelweiss. Sorry. Uh, double. All right. Uh, yeah, no. 87% uh, Belgian Pilsner, 13% uh, candy sugar, uh, amber is what we used. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talked about adding some special B in here. Sure. I think that would. They'll give it another nice little car- caramel layer. Yep. So let me go ahead and pull up a new recipe. Let's create a new one real quick. Um, how do I add a new recipe? I, I totally know how to do this. <laughs> yeah, the, the the nature of this beer is caramel and like toasted malt and then definitely fruity esters. Like that's what's going to give you the raisin and plum or dried cherry. Um, there's could be a little banana or maybe like apple. Um, and by apple, I think more what I mean is like a cider like quality. Cause when you a little cidery, yeah. When you do these types of Belgian double or double and triple, um, there's a lot of that simple sugar in there. Cause you're adding candy sugar. Cause that was mm-hmm. a traditional thing. And that'll make the yeast attack the, those tiny sugar chain or single, sugar molecule and it'll it'll rip through that and because of that it'll stretch the body i guess is the way i like to think yep. about it and it will give it a cider like quality so it is not uncommon um and it's it's kind of what you want right yeah so um but yeah then the like alcohol warming soft not hot not solventy um which is another piece to the puzzle of using uh like sugars candy sugars uh, uh do you do you have that do you have the bjcp up i do uh can you grab the uh like uh, what what the, all the numbers yeah what are we uh, talking about original gravity yeah yeah, that, gravity yeah you see so your original gravity should it should uh, be 1062 to 1075 um and then final uh, 1062 should final at 1008 so we're talking again. These beers should be highly attenuated and dry, and they say on the top end here, ten seventy five to ten eighteen. But I don't know. I didn't write the the things, but I you know here. But I think that's maybe a little on the high side. Um, IBUs come in at fifteen to twenty five, which makes total sense. I mean, when you're just trying to balance something, it really shouldn't be more than twenty five anyway. Yeah. Um, especially when you're trying to get more like chocolate caramel toast. And so besides again, besides like, special B, is there anything else you would want to add in there? Um, I, you know, la- layering the caramel is, is a huge deal. So what, what did you have? For the, did you oh, so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reread the recipe yeah. here. Um, so it was 87%, uh, two row, uh, Belgian two or Bel- Belgian pills. pills. Sorry. Belgian yeah, pills. Really common. Um, yep. Um, then 13%, uh, amber candy sugar. And that was it for the fermentables. Oh, and then we use, that's why your colors. Yep. And then we use 17 and a half IBUs of Saz. So special B seems about right. Aromatic, special B, aromatic, and not to make this like super complicated all of a sudden, but like Vienna, uh, special B, uh, 
you know, VOB, so Victory Ombres, or like uh, maybe an Aromatic or a Munich too. You know, I don't Aromatic know. is good. I like yeah. that. Aromatic. Um, Those are just some some things I'd throw out there, but you absolutely need to get the color in, into it. So, again, you know, you could put a tiny little handful of, um, you know, dehusked wireman, whatever. I feel well. So and like I don't know. Like with some of this stuff, I feel like if you stick it traditional, you're going to get a better sure example. I mean, if you it, right? if you want to stay traditional, then you need to get some kind of um, caramel malt in there. Um, so what kind of caramel malt would you think? So right now, so just kind of throwing things together here, mm-hmm. um, sticking with 10 pounds of that Pilsner. Yep. Two pounds of special B. That might be too much. Yeah, that might be overkill. Um, and then a pound of aromatic and then a pound of candy sugar gives me an SRM of way too much. That's 30. So, uh, so the, the candy sugar, though, tell me about that. What was... So candy sugar... Is that, that like the darker candy sugar? Yeah, yeah the amber just, one. Yeah. It's uh, it's like the medium candy okay. sugar. I yeah, think. that's not going to get you there. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, let me let me pull up the thing here. I want, I want to go to the next... Or, or, okay, 26B. 26B. All right. Um, so when we were going through this, we would go to characteristic ingredients. Um, so here it says, typically Belgian pills malt with caramelized sugar syrup or other unrefined sugars providing much of the character. Sazer type, English type, or Syrian Goldings hops are commonly used. No spices are traditionally used, although restrained use is allowable. So when we read that, we're like, all right, Belgian pills, caramelized sugar syrup, and then we kind of stopped. But <laughs> Right. Um, and so we're looking for an SRM, what, between 10 and 17. So, uh, man, um, if I do, I'd say, I don't know, your Munich aromatic Caramunich special B. And I mean, that's do half a pound of that, of which 4% of special B a pound of aromatic, and then a pound of candy sugar is going to give us. 17 SRM um, and a 1067 starting gravity. 1057? Uh, 1067. 67. 67. Okay. Did I say 57? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so 1067. Um, yeah. So, and I don't know if that's like... Rattle, off, the, rattle off those percentages uh, again. 80% pills, 8% aromatic, 8% Candy sugar, amber, four um, percent special B. Jeez, not to get too kind of wonky with this recipe, but I mean, honestly, I'm you know, any any thought to doing candy syrup uh, like, and then also some cane sugar too. Oh, and then pulling the you think like half and half of it? Yeah. Well, no, not not eat well. Or or pull the air. Yeah, like yeah, like half a pound and half a pound would be good, and then maybe pull and then pull the pilsner malt back just a smidgen. Um, Let me see what that looks like, just to get more stretch on the body. Yeah. Um. So what about instead? So why why not can't why? Um, simple or just like regular like, cane and candy are different. Yeah, no, no, but why why the cane sugar versus the candy sugar? Well, not versus add that. Well, no, 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 but like smaller, smaller chains, more chains, oh, okay. more stretch, um, a little bit more traditional. 
right, so let's do 2%, I think is what that'll do there. Uh, you know, and, and if you if you are able to do step mashing at all, um, a ferulic acid rest, um, it's kind of a cool thing to do with these because it'll, it'll uh, help, like that particular rest will help with um, that like so if we if we don't step back Belgian yeast flavor and just do half and half we don't like we're, st- we're at 1068 for an OG okay that's I think fine that's fine yeah um yeah no I'm I'm fine with that like anything to get that like I mean Belgian beers are so unique worth how simple they are but how complex they get they a are. lot of it's, shit going on in the flavor, yeah. flavor end of it you know and a lot of that has to do with yeast so yeah yeah, uh, we used, what was it, uh, Belgian Abbey, uh, Y1762, Belgian Abbey 2. Okay. I have used that strain a lot of times. But you have to let it, let it, <laughs> I like nodded my head up, and like you guys can see that. You gotta let praise Carlos, you know, <laughs> yeah. you gotta. God Carlos. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, let it buck, man. You know, if you got a, if you do have a cold basement or whatever, uh, get yourself a brew, brew belt. belt. Yep. Um, and then I think I'm gonna stick with Saz. Saz is a solid. Yeah, Saz, Tet, Tetnanger, or whatever. Both both would work great. Depending on your AA on it, you know. Yep. All right. Yeah. Stick with the uh, the sixteen, fifteen, sixteen IBUs. Don't need more than that. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. I'm going to save that as the rebrew. All right. And that brings us to the saddest, one of the saddest things. I think this happened twice. Jesus. We had an infected batch. Of the same beer? No, 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 no. Just out of the 80, we had two that were infected. Dude, that's really good, though. No, it's not. No, like to (laughs) only have two out of that many? Like that's. It was just a bummer. Remarkable. I don't know. Well, it was it was just like a massive fucking bummer, <laughs> like because I was excited. So uh, this is we're talking the Dunkel Weiss beer uh, style 10B in the BJCP style guidelines in German wheat beer. Uh, this is a moderately dark German wheat beer with a distinctive banana, ba- banana, banana <laughs> and clove yeast character, supported by toasted bread or caramel malt flavor, highly carbonated and refreshing. The creamy, fluffy texture and light finish that encourages drinking. So I was very excited about this beer, as you can. Yeah, definitely. Also a fan of that style. And you don't see much of them around. Um, so we did 54% uh, German wheat, 21% uh, German pills, 10% Munich, 10% Vienna, and then we used Carafa 3 for coloring, just like 2.5% of it. Um, and then, because that dehusked, Carafa, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's magic. Damn right. Um, and then, yeah, Hefeweizen and Saws. Hefeweizen and Ale Yeast uh, from White Labs. I can look up a number real quick for you. Uh, Hefeweizen Ale Yeast White. Uh, WLP 300. Okay. Um, Vine Stefan Weizen 3068 from Y Yeast is pretty fucking good, too. Yeah, use that. Yes, I have used it a, n- a number of times. All right, so I will swap that because <clears throat> okay. I like Y yeast better anyway. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I could get the smack packs. I yeah. don't know. So I, I, I when I'm I, I'm a smack pack man. When I started out brewing, I was using a lot of White Labs. Also, I don't like the White Labs new packaging. 
Yeah, well, when they when they switch from the little, the, little from the vials to, vials the, to, to the pack, yeah. like because I have to use the scissors. Yeah, that's not sandy. Well, like I have to, I have to sanitize my scissors. Dunk them in. Yeah, I don't want to do with that. That's just that's just another step. And I'm a lazy brewer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then just uh, 15 IBUs uses saws because saws. It's it goes in everything. Yeah, that's true. And then this beer is going to be on the darker side, so like any kind of like. Porter or dark beer water profile would work really oh, well. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about water profiles mm-hmm. for a lot of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Thoughts on that recipe? Uh, rattle it off one more time. All right. Uh, <clears throat> 54% wheat, mm-hmm. um, 21.5% pills, 10% Munich, 10% Vienna, and then 2.5% Carafa 3. Interesting. You went in a, like the opposite direction that I would have gone. Oh, you would have gone more caramel? Um, no, I would have used Munich as a base malt. Oh. Um, would have probably done two to one Munich to wheat. Okay. Um. Why that versus the pills? Just more um, character? Yeah, a lot more character. Yeah, way more complex. Um, probably would have, would have definitely put Carafa one or two or three debittered in there. That's nail on the head. Kara Munich. Uh, and then I would have probably cast a little bit of melanoidin malt in. Oh, really? Just to kind of get more bready. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's rebuild this recipe because that kind of sounds fun. Right. Add a recipe. So um, we're just gonna do ESC. Uh, this is Dunkles Weiss. So I'm going to Berlin, and I'm so excited to try Berliner Weiss in Berlin. I heard Berlin's a cool city. Yeah. We're staying, uh, we're like three blocks or something from the uh, from the Brandenburg Gate. Oh, okay. Nice. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Germany, so that'll be an interesting experience. I really enjoyed myself in Germany. The people are, when you get to the smaller pubs in <coughs> in Germany, you walk in and everyone says hi. And then goes I'm, back to their drinking. I'm bummed that I'm just going to Berlin. Like, <laughs> yeah, that little town Wolfenbüttel that uh, the Jägermeister Distillery is in is uh, uh, that was a heck of a thing. All right, uh, all right. So let's stick with uh, the Viet, yep. the Viet malt. And yep. then you were saying Munich, Munich as a uh, yeah. as a as a big base. So like twenty yeah. percent Munich then. Sure. Um, what what was the wheat percentage? Uh, I did. Uh, I was like fifty four. Is what it ended up being. Okay, so you went more wheat heavy, yeah, and then. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a wheat beer. I it's feel true. like it needs to be at least like fifty percent wheat. I want to say maybe traditionally it wasn't probably that much. Oh, but okay, whatever. I, I've never had a tra- like. This is another style you don't see much of well, in the U.S. This this style, what did they they changed it in the two thousand eight? Um, yeah, so two, two Dunkel's Weiss beer from Dunkel Weizen, I think. Yeah, so this, uh, yeah, this is more accurate. Okay. Apparently, but so anyway, with Munich though, you've got you've got a wide like not a wide array. <laughs> you got so many choices. You've got uh, Brees came out with a <clears throat> like a new type of Munich malt. I think a darker one. Um, oh no! I accidentally closed the app because oh, no. I don't understand how Macs work. Uh, <laughs> well, do you, ha- you have <clears throat> a Mac in front of you? I do. <clears throat> and a, I, I, a Microsoft. I, yeah, and a Surface. Surface. I got a Surface Book over there. I got a Mac Mini over there. Mm-hmm. I got my desktop PC over there. Mm-hmm. Leave my computers out of this. There's a lot of computers down here. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, you can make kind of make the 
excuse me, make the choice on the Munich. You can go a little darker because I can't remember what is what is the SRM call for on this twenty um, like twenty one. Our twenty vital statistics, statistics, yeah. statistics. <laughs> our uh, SRM is between fourteen and twenty three. Got it. So right. maybe want to go on the lighter side on the Munich because right, that'll so. definitely add you some color. So do I just go with straight wheat malt or do I use like a dark wheat malt? Uh, for the color. Probably just a wheat malt. I thought dark wheat malt was like really dark. Like midnight wheat? Yeah. Or, well, it says it's 9 SRM. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you can find that. I don't know if I can find it. I'm just going to yeah. go with regular wheat. Uh, <laughs> all right, then Munich. Uh, I think we did 20. SRM on on this last one, but we're gonna. Oh, do that. you I know what? 10. Yeah, by look at this. Like by German brewing tradition, at least fifty percent of the grist must be malted wheat. Although some versions use up to seventy percent. Oh, geez, ra- ah, and look at me. Who the read re- the thing? The remainder is usually Munich, Vienna, or dark or caramel wheat malt, Pilsner malt with color. Okay, malt. yeah, no, we're also wrong. So yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna oh, go. Well. Tw- <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do the twenty love a bond. I think for the uh, for the Munich. All right. Uh, well, no, I should do the 10 because I'm going to add a, a lot more of it. Okay. Right? Mm, sure. And then Vienna? Vienna would be good, yeah. That'll get, that's going to give you a bunch of color. Yes. But All the, right. but the melanoidin will help with. And then, oh yeah, melanoidin. Mm, do like melanoidin. a half a pound of that. All right. Like four, uh, and 4%. then drop the pills off completely, you think? I don't think it's needed. <sighs> yeah, you got, you got conversion malt with the Munich. Yep. Um. And the wheat, you know. And the wheat. All right, so. All right, I got to look at that other recipe again to see where my numbers were at. I suppose I can just start guessing. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you guys really enjoyed listening to this stuff. No, honestly, (laughs) we picked up most of our subscribers when we were just talking recipes. Oh, really? Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, all right, so, oh yeah, that's right. This isn't a super high ABV beer, is it at all? Like no. I think ten forty four to ten fifty six is what we're looking for an OG. Um, yeah. where the hell is it now? Vital statistics. Yeah, forty four to fifty six. Right. I don't know if I would go above fifty six with it. No, and you want this to be a drinkable? Yep, four point three to five point six. Oh, that's too much. Five point six? No, no, no. I, oh. I just my. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. Yeah, sorry. All right. So, and you said like half a pound of melanoidin. Yeah, sure. Point five. Then, all right. So, looking at what I have right now, I have not enough SRM. Carafa uh, one. Ah, yeah, that's right. Pop some of that. I forgot we had Carafa in mm-hmm. there. I mean, like a half pound. I don't know, four percent. Something like that. Oh, hey, color. There you go. Now we went over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, do a quarter pound. Dial it back, yeah. (laughs) Click, clack. Oh, man. I love Carafa so much. Why is it so delightfully awesome? It's good stuff. Um, I feel like this show has just become... Oh, wait. Hang on. If I put... I had the I was building this to the uh, to the wrong uh, profile. I need more color. I was building it for American Pale Ale. 
All right, that's better. All right, okay. So we're at a half a pound. So right now I have 50% wheat, 30% Munich, 10% Vienna, 5% Melanoidin, 5% Carafa. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that gives us an OG of 1053 uh, and 20 SRM. Uh, and then let's go ahead and what what was the yeast that you said to use? Uh, the 3068 Feinstefaner. 3068. Feinstefaner Weizen. All right. And what was I using for hops? Oh, saws, because it goes in everything. It does. <laughs> when you're talking German beers, when in doubt, throw Sa- saws it up. Saws yeah. it up. All right. Uh, yeah, just like eight IBUs. I think that's. Oh no, I need like fifteen. Yeah, you probably want to. Yeah. But via the Tinseth formula, you'd probably want to go a little bit more. Not two hundred ounces, thank you. Whoa. All right. Yeah, two ounces of saws at sixty minutes. All right, that gives us 15 IBUs, 20 SRM, 5.5% ABV, so we're right on the edge of the style there because mm-hmm. uh, it goes up to 5.6, but I th- still think this is going to be a delightfully drinkable beer. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, I am too. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a good summer of uh, a lot of German beer, it seems like. Wait, why did you all of a sudden, like, just double my... Oh, because I changed the equipment profile. There we go. Now everybody's happy again. All right. I'm going to save that. All right. Brian, is that the fourth one? That would be it, yeah. That's number four. Damn. And we did four beers in 40 minutes. Not too shabby. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, I don't have any listener mail because it's only been an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But next week, hopefully, we'll have some more listener mail. I hope you guys uh, will will send us your brewing questions because we'd love to make that a regular segment. And it'll give us something to kind of dig in on that. uh, I mean, so just to kind of let you guys know what what it's like a little bit behind the curtain, we... uh, we kind of like just text back and forth, be like, "What do we talk about this week? Should we talk about this? Should we talk about this?" Mm-hmm. Like, and then we just kind of throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Um, but yeah, if you guys have topics that uh, you want to talk about, send us a question, and if we can figure out a way to dive deeper into it, that'll help us out and it'll give you some more information. Yep, and then we say your name on air, and that's always fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> Andy loves it. <laughs> we can't really confirm that, can we? Or I met him. Oh, you did. I, I suppose you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll fly to Finland and see uh, Bjorn Bjornson. The alliterate, the alliteration of that name alone. Well, he mean, should be a superhero. He's a two name guy. Like we'll never not call him Bjorn Bjornson. Oh, yeah. You just can't. <laughs> you just can't. It's like my buddy Jake Tom. Exactly. He's got two first names. Yeah, and you got to say them both. <laughs> Just rolls right. All right. Um, well, should we get out of here? It's yeah. getting late. Game of Thrones is already on. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. Or follow us on Twitter at blindersscoreninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.